Hello and welcome to uh, Crushing Comics. This is the comics review show for the Comic Crush. Uh, hello to everyone watching and hello to everyone listening on the podcast. Uh, I am Spider-Man. With me is uh, Mary Jane. I think I've done that one before, actually, Liz. I'm a bit disappointed because we're doing this in a hurry today. Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. It's going to be a bit of a, a fast-paced slightly more disorganized episode than we usually do because uh, we've both got things on this afternoon that have suddenly kind of uh, been thrown at us so we're having to record the episode much earlier than normal but uh, hopefully that means I'll try and get it out earlier this evening um, so we are going to talk about hi Liz by the way oh hi Paul How you How's doing? It going? yeah yeah <laughs> very well thanks um, we are going to be talking about we have demons uh, number one from uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, we're going to be talking about Rogues, number one, from uh, Joshua Williamson and Leo Max. And uh, we're probably going to give a couple of brief mentions to a few other books from this week, but those are the ones we're going to focus on. Uh, first of all, Liz, I do have to give you uh, commiserations um, because it was announced earlier last week that Tom Hiddleston is now engaged. What? So he's oh, off the no. market for you. Uh, Who's sadly. he engaged to? Uh, he's going to be marrying an actress called Zowie Ashton. Uh, oh, never heard of her. Uh, no? Oh, okay. I'm okay. sure she's she's thrilled. Is that a bitch? Oh, I've never, I've never heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know who she is. How will, never how will heard the rest her. of the world? <laughs> So uh, I'm sure you'll be crying into your cup of soup about that later on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> try not to now. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I admit, I, I, I thought you were in with a chance there for a while. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I really know. thought it was going to be mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I mean, six you know. degrees, come on, you know. It's really <laughs> working degrees? my way closer. Well, yeah, like 6,000? What, <laughs> what were the six? Actually, can you give me any of them? <laughs> <laughs> sure, you know, our friend Claire Lim, uh, you know... Uh, interviewed him, you know, that's that's a degree yeah. or two. <laughs> Come on, she was totally gonna slip on my number. It's not it's not like she was popping around <laughs> to his house afterwards though. Baby steps. Come over and play some beer pong, you know. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, look, I just wanted to pass on my consider- uh, commiserations for that. Okay, well, um, know, thanks for ruining my day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I ruined your day? <laughs> I'm happy to do another podcast with you. Think about me. <laughs> what am I going through right now? Um, yeah, so guys, sorry. As I said, sorry for all the, like, the shifting light here because we don't normally record this during daylight hours. We normally do this once the sun's gone down uh, because we are both nocturnal creatures. Well, Liz is. I like to be kind of curled up on the sofa with uh, some hot cocoa by uh, by the time we normally record and uh, usually have to make special dispensations for Liz. But there you go. Um, Liz, you excited about this week's books? Is it, in fact, another fine week in comics? It was another fine week in comics, uh, I have to say. uh, Yeah, both very excellent books that I read that we're going to talk about. Yeah. um, I mean, I I was really excited by... by at least one of these. Um, not that I wasn't excited or interested in, in the others. Sorry, that, that, that implies that I'm kind of being pissy. But what I mean is I, I, I was actually really excited by uh, Rogues this week. Um, did you want to start with that? Or would you prefer to look at We Have Demons first? Um, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? 
And uh, I, I don't know. We can we can talk about we have demons if you want. Sure. All right. Let's start yeah, with that. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll start with that. Um, we have demons. Um, we have demons. Some of us had demons. I just have Liz. Uh, <laughs> this is by <laughs> this is by Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. I just realised that I've uh, for some reason I picked up like the the C cover on that. I, I don't know. Is that I the C that. cover? I I, I, I thought this so. was the A cover. No, this is the A cover. Is it? Yeah. I think it's the C cover. It's not it the A cover. Here. No. See, if it's the same one as mine. Which it is. Then See, I, I've got cover. I've got zero zero one three one on the barcode back here. Okay, well I've got zero and... zero one one one. So what's the difference? Isn't that weird? Mine? Maybe I've got something special. Oh, I know what the difference is. Is yours sort of uh, glossy and uh, foil and embossed on the logo? Uh, yeah, uh, no, it's not. Oh well, mine is. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have demons. This is from Scott Snyder, um, who is writing. Greg Capullo, who is drawing. Jonathan Glapion, who is uh, doing the inks. Dave McCraig is doing the colours. And Tom Napolitano is doing the letters. I hope I've said that correctly. Uh, this is the first print book from Scott Snyder's uh, sort of all-encompassing comicsology deal which is how he's doing his comics from from now on um so he has decided to kind of do a digital first print via dark horse i thought they were going to come out as with a lot of the comicsology originals as graphic novels straight away but they're actually serializing these um which i was quite surprised at i was expecting right. a graphic novel um <clears throat> But, yeah, here we go. So you serialised the book. Did this kind of catch your eye straight away? I mean, is this something you feel you would have picked up if we, if it wasn't sort of on the roster for this week's pot? Uh, yeah, I would have. I would have checked it out because, um, I mean, uh, it is uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo working together for the first time since their Batman run, I believe. Mm. Uh, and since... Dark Knight's Metal, I think. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Touche. Uh, Touche. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, but I really think they collaborate very well. Um, I am a big fan of uh Coppola's art. Mm. Um, you know, he's fantastic, I think. And, you know, so I would go out of my way for him, um, regardless. But uh, but you know, the, the two of them together um doing a horror book uh excites me. And, right. you know, because I think that's something that they do really well together, you know, um, the, yeah, uh, I mean, the sorry, Batman yeah. run, the Batman run, like, you know, um, I like some parts of it better than others. Um, I, I really loved the, uh, the Court of Owls saga. Mm. I really loved, um, the, uh, that third book, the, uh, Joker story. What was it called? Death, of, death of the family. Right. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're you know, just uh, peppered throughout that whole run. I think they did some really cool stuff with horror themes and, you know, really dark stuff. And yeah, uh, I feel like Capullo draws that stuff really well. Like, I think he, you know, he's he's one of those artists that really managed to get horror across um, really well where, you know, that's kind of a tricky thing sometimes. Um, I I really liked some of that run, as with yourself. Um, I actually really liked Dark Knight's Metal. Right. Um, like I, I was really. Which I haven't surprised. read. I still haven't read Dark Knight's Metal. 
I, I think death metal gets a little too big and too all-encompassing and a bit too crazy for its own good. Um, but again, personal opinion, I'm clearly wrong because it sells like crazy. I mean, like the, the book, you know, the, it's one of those sort of new perennials that will keep kind of going for years and years to come, I think. Um, but I really like Dark Knight's Metal. I, I liked how kind of bafflingly weird it all was. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Um, and as you say, they do horror quite strongly. And and I think Snyder's been, since the beginning of his Batman stuff, has been doing horror-themed stuff, you know, as with um, the Black Mirror. Right, which is like my favourite, you know, Snyder yeah. story. I think it's so fantastic. Yeah, de- definitely. I think that's by far one of the strongest things he's ever done on Batman. Um, and even the backups, the... Uh, the oh, the, my God. Uh, yeah, that James was incredible. Jr. Yeah, lo- that, that was like the, you know, that was probably the the thing that made that book yeah i mean it, it was great stuff and uh having reread that in the last year or so and just really loved it um so yeah i mean i, I didn't really have expectations to this i, I kind of for, almost forgotten about his comicsology thing um it's interesting to see this as the first book but i think i know why because this is as he says in the in the copious back matter that you get with this, you do get a trade's worth of background with this. There is a, a lot of good behind the scenes material, which I, I think adds to the value for money of the book because it's not a cheap book. It's like six bucks. So, um, however, it's I, a big I do book. Think, yeah, I do think you get your money's worth. I, I, I will say that. Um, you, you know, uh, he, he's gone for like the blockbuster horror movie first. Um, I quite liked how he constantly kind of subverts your expectations with this uh, because he kind of promises one thing and then via the, the kind of device of the flashback, you actually kind of recontextualize and reframe the stuff. Um, I was almost worried that this would be too much, again, as with Death Metal, too much book for uh, uh, a sort of, uh, weekly reach you know what I mean like I, I do know what you mean because it's very dense it's very dense there's so yeah. much uh sort of world building that goes on in this yeah. first issue you know and it's like it, you know it, it's a kind of deep mythology that he's creating um you know and you kind of have to follow along like as best you can because you know um you know I think he's referencing you know probably some biblical stuff and and you know things yeah. that already exist but at the same time you know he's he's making his own world out of it um and so some of the terminology and everything that i think you're gonna have going forward you have to kind of absorb here um mm. you know and uh it's it's a lot of book it is a lot of book it's a lot of text mm. but um that said like you know i didn't find it too cumbersome I, you know i actually felt like it's you know it, it was a page turner so i didn't mind that yeah Totally. I mean, he, he's incredibly adept at um, giving you story that you want to keep reading. Um, I I think he, you know, he is one of those writers that, that does make you want to keep, you know, firing through the book as quickly as possible. Um, so that, that was a, a real kind of plus for me because like initially opening i was like christ there's so much text in this thing and as i've said recently you know i am leaning more as i've gotten older for some reason i am leaning more towards visually led books rather than 
text slip books. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I'd find it quite a task to sit and read a lot of uh, Alan Moore stuff now because uh, right, yeah. it is. It has so much, you know, uh, so much in there. However, yeah, I mean, you know, um, like when we were doing the Swamp Thing pod, for example, you know, mm. I, I. I thought, you know, oh, my God, this is going to take me forever to read. But it really didn't because, again, it's just so compelling that you fly through it. So when it's done yeah. really well, um, you know, I'm all for it. Um, you know, but as you know, I would also agree that, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, especially with podcast reading, you know, if I open a book and I see that it's just like tons of text, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What we get, you know, because uh, obviously time time Pro is a factor. Proof positive that she doesn't care about the podcast at all. She just she just wants easy to read, twenty two page books. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, she absolutely you know. does care. Um, I I am just kidding around. Um, but yeah, I, I I found it quite daunting. I I mean, in this you get a sort of treatment script treatment. Um, you get the the kind of essay that he's written written and some character designs you do get a lot of extra stuff in it uh that again helps you kind of contextualize the book um i don't know how this was released on comiXology whether or not it was this this issue in digital form or if he broke up the chapters because it, it's comprised of like three or four short chapters yeah. right yeah. Um, so I'd be interested to kind of go back and look at that if if I had comicsology, which is not something I'm going to be doing. Well, I mean, nobody yet, has comicsology uh... really these days. <laughs> Kindle. Yeah, it seems to have all gone tits up, doesn't it? Over at comicsology for some strange reason. Um, but uh, overall, I I I found it quite funny. I I kind of liked the horror element of it. Um, he kind of also, also manages to work in a, a sort of superior angle. So it's kind of fusing all, all, all those things. And I think he does incredibly well to, to balance those things out. And again, he's constantly recontextualizing what you've seen throughout the book, um, which is a, a, a trick in itself. Uh, big shout out to the moment of the uh, three demon babies. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a very R-rated book, by the way. Yeah. Just you know, um, I think both of the books that we are going to be mainly talking about this week are are not Definitely for kids. Only, yeah. Not for kids. Um, they're both. Uh, you know, one is a black label book. Um, you know, at DC, this one is a very like R-rated book. Um, you know, via Dark Horse. Um, you know, they it doesn't hold back from you know uh, from profanity from you know uh violence violence um you know so it's uh it's that's that's kind of interesting because obviously the uh horror stuff that i'm more familiar with from scott snyder and greg capullo is you know is, is mainstream mm. dc comics um whereas this i guess they can go a little you know further yeah. uh with you know pushing uh pushing the you know the the r-rated elements yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the book is probably better for them being able to do that. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I think it worked really well and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, do you see yourself growing issue two? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I thought I thought it was like, you know, there's lots of little hooks in here that uh, that made me want to keep reading. You know, we've got like a, a cool protagonist. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, she seems like someone you know whose whose story i want to follow like you know there's mysteries that haven't been answered there's 
you know, it's it's just a it's a good little setup, um, you know, that I, you know, and do you know how many issues it's going to be, by the way? I, I got a feeling it's like five or six. I think they're right. doing like a trade's worth mm-hmm. for each one. And he's got he's got some great stuff coming. Like there's a, a sort of historical kind of barnstorming book with Tula Latay coming. Um, th- there's a lot because I remember I ran a story on it on on the Comic Crush uh, when it was announced. Um, but th- there's some good looking stuff coming. Like uh, uh, you know they they. It, at the very least, all looks great. Um, so I'm definitely going to be kind of dipping in and experimenting and, and, you know, at least trying the issue ones on this. As with all things, I, I think always check out the first issue if it intrigues you. And if it doesn't, stop buying it. Right, sure, <laughs> or, or, yeah. or, or, you know, get the trade when that comes out. Um, I think the worst thing in comics is that that habit thing where you're just buying to buy, you know what I mean? And, uh, right. I think you're a lot better off tempering your your tastes. But I've been there, you know, I've been to that kind of collector's thing where I'm just like, oh, grab it, got to grab it, got to grab it. And I end up with a bunch of unread stuff. Um, so, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, what do you think? Do you think that you'd, you'd pick up the issue too? I, I am intrigued enough, yes, to, to do that. Uh, I would have to see, because if every issue is going to be six bucks, I don't know if I want to take that one. But that said... I do think the extra material, if you are a type of person that has to have single issues, um, the extra material justifies the extra, extra kind of cost, cash. Yeah. And, I, and I think the actual comic itself is longer than a regular comic. Yeah. Right. It's like 30-odd pages at the very least. Right. Um, so you you are getting paint stuff. But, you know, there, there's a lot of books now it's increasingly becoming where $5 is the norm, which is hard to keep up with. And if that's the baseline and then everything else is, is kind of going above that, that's going to be a kind of issue. I think for people going forward, unless they want to pack the books out. I mean, aftershock, all their books are now $5, I believe. And it's just like, man, that's, that's a difficult sell for me. Even though they're they're very well produced, there's a great book uh, I'm reading at the moment called Bylines of Blood by Erica Schultz and uh, Van Jensen and uh, I know it's called Annika. Uh, that is a fantastic book, and I, I I'm happily paying five bucks an issue for that, or you know the UK equivalent four four pound fifty. Um, but I, I think if you want to get more than one of those a month or, or a week then it's that's a big kind of king size right. nut to, to carry well um yeah yeah and then, you know as you say it's like well you know that that means you sometimes have to pick and choose yeah um but yeah buy the stuff you like and i did like oh, this. i did like this you know i thought this mm. was a you know a really strong first issue um really you know um like top work from both of them and mm. uh you know when they you know as I say, when they work together, you know, uh, they produce some really strong stuff. So completely, completely. Um, just before we move on to the next book, I do want to give a quick shout out to a couple of people. Wayne Gimbird, again, I know he gave him a shout out, but he, he did something very nice for me this week. He, he shared something that, that was a sort of multi kind of thread post I was doing on, on a lot of the Batman stuff we've got going on on the website at the moment. Uh, all of which you can find in the homepage of the Comic Crush. The, the link will be down below in the description um, after the video. 
Um, so thank you for that, Wayne. Do check out his page, Wayne's Comics. He does like a lot of filler stuff, really, that you, you might need to complete a collection. He does it really cheap. Uh, he does fast delivery. Um, all his stuff is claim sales, though, so you have to kind of just jump on it as quick as you can. I miss so much stuff on Wayne's page because he always does it on a, on when I'm like traveling home from work. So I'm usually underground <laughs> on the tube and I can't, or on, on my bike. And I can't, uh, I definitely can't be uh, uh, texting to say I want that comic whilst I'm doing that. <laughs> Comics aren't worth dying for, kids. Um, also, I want to give a quick shout out to Norm Urell, who I bumped into the other night. Uh, Norm, oh, it was a great pleasure to see you. Hi, um, Norman. We, we had a chat about the podcast and about how things are going and what he's up to. It was lovely to see you, Norm uh we both send you our our love um and big thanks and hello to gervais lorraine now we've had someone on the initials gl messenger messaging us or commenting all the time on the videos uh which we all thought was gary leach the artist who we know and, and is, is a our lovely, lovely pal guy. yeah yeah um but it wasn't it was gervais lorraine <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Joyce. <laughs> we're like, oh, we'll get in touch soon because we were like, we, we both want to talk to Gary. Uh, we will get in touch with Gary and Joyce. Oh, sorry, and Joyce. Thank you for for you know commenting and and yes. going with those comments. It's always lovely. Mm -hmm. It's lovely to hear from everyone. If you've got something mm -hmm. to say about this week's books or about the show. Uh, or about and these me. guys, yeah, these guys are all like our pals from Orbital, yeah. uh, anyway. So, um, you know, it's, it's nice yeah, to stay in touch. I mean, there's a great community of, of comics readers and fans out there, and, and people who followed the podcast and things like that. And we just want to say, you know, we love you all. Thank you so much for for kind of sticking with us throughout and uh, and for tuning into this show. Um, but yeah, keep them coming, keep commenting. Um, Going to move on briefly now to uh, this book, Rogues. Now, I said at the beginning, this was the one I was excited for uh, this week. Um, did you know much about this going in? Not a lot. No, I actually did not. Um, I think I probably saw it in previews, um, you know, when it, when it was solicited in previews. But um, it kind of snuck up on me this week. I, you know, mm. I, I, I had kind of forgotten all about it. And then I saw the cover and I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's a such great a great cover. cover. It's such a great cover. Um, and which really actually captures the mood of the book so well, I think. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, the cover is by Sam Wolf Connolly, who's not, not the artist on the book. Um, <clears throat> it's written by Joshua Williamson art by Leah Max, who's art I don't think I, I really knew before, but kind of yeah. wish I did. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's colored by Matthias uh, Lopez uh, and uh, uh, lettered by Hassan Al-Samni Elho, uh, whose name I'm sure I always mispronounce, sorry, uh, Hassan. Um, but um, th th there's a lot of reasons why this interested me. Principally, I mean, I love heist movies and fiction. Um, this is the second heist book in a couple of weeks because we had Batman Killing Time uh, yep. a few weeks ago. Second DC heist book. In right, yeah, because we had um, uh, Regarding the Matter of Oswald's Body not that long oh, ago. Oh, yeah, 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 as well, so yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, back in, was that season? I think that was like season one we, we did that. Uh Last year, right? I mean, before, yeah, yeah, but not, yeah. The, but not that long ago, really. No, I think not, not really that long ago for us. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and also, I love the element of time being added to to fictional characters and, you know, seeing what happens when people get older. Possibly because I think, like, that's something I've always loved, and I think it's because uh, partly I've always known, oh, you know, we're all going to get there one day. Like, we're all going to get to a point where we can't cut it anymore or, you know, e everything's kind of going. I I'm getting there faster than most people, I think. <laughs> uh, I got on my bike for the first time uh, a couple of days ago, and I have to say, it was agony by the time I was done. I only did like 16 miles and <laughs> I would have happily died. <laughs> Absolute agony. So uh, this is a, uh, this is that, but set within the DC universe and set within the flash rogues gallery. So you get this lovely roll call, like a movie at the beginning. Uh, we've got Leonard Snart as Captain Cold, Lisa Snart as Golden Glider, James Jesse as Trickster, Benjamin Turner as the Bronze Tiger, Frankie Kane as Magenta, Mick Rory as Heatwave, and Evan McCulloch as the Mirror Master, and featuring Gorilla Grodd as himself. Um, so this kind of starts off with the uh, notion that Gorilla Grodd, Gorilla City, is sitting on untold millions, probably billions in gold. Um and we're catching the Flash's road gallery at the kind of end cycle of their lives. Some of them are dead. Uh, we're told Captain Boomerang is dead. Um, there's another character that's died, I believe. Yeah. Um, um, I can't remember which, though. Um, but but one of the other characters has, has been killed. And this has effectively kind of put an end uh, to the we road. Weather wizard. Weather yes, wizard. that's it. Okay. Um, and this has effectively put an end to the rogues gallery. Um, Leonard Snart is on probation. He's got a job. Uh, he's, he has to put up with like routine drug checks and uh, checks that he's not kind of using any, any of his uh, old Captain Cold equipment. He's not going to slide back into a life of crime. And again, it's that thing of having to deal with bureaucracy as a as a supervillain, but you have to suddenly deal with you know everyday regular life, or not not even really everyday, everyday regular life. You have to be treated like a, a common criminal rather than a super criminal. And I really liked that about the book. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so downtrodden. Uh, you know, yeah. when we when we sort of catch back up with him, you know, I mean, the book. You know, we should probably mention the book doesn't open with that. It opens with um, a flashback in a bar. Yeah. Um, you know, where we find out about the, uh, you know, the about the gold from like, you know, um, the, the, you know, perspective. That wasn't actually Grodd, though, was it? It was. Uh, no, that's um, I can't remember if it's the guy from like Angel and the Ape or I, I can't remember the name of the character, right. but it's not Detective Chimp. It's not. No, yeah. Uh, he's it's complaining quite... <laughs> that, you know, he's yeah like Detective Chimp and Gorilla Grodd or, you know, he's. Mm. he's uh, overshadowed by them or whatever but uh yeah drunken drunken uh gorilla mm. um you know uh is is talking about this this gold under the city and um of course leonard snart is there next to him buying drinks and you know he kind of he overhears this and it's something that he you know he never forgets yeah um, um, right before a big bar fight breaks out and he waits 10 years to to kind of uh act on it yeah and, and what's interesting is you don't know that the bar fight wasn't the thing that ended him, you know, put him in prison. 
right because you kind of get the sense with with some of the rogues gallery is that they they're, they're kind of idiots and therefore it would be something minor and pointless that would put them that would actually kind of end their careers rather than right. being something huge uh, but yeah, actually, I guess it implies that if if uh, if Weather Wizard and um, Boomerang Captain Boomerang has died, there was probably some big big heist. Um, this is a very cinematic book. Um, Leo Max art is really kind of interesting because it's sort of quasi fine lined, um, quasi-realistic but also quite cartoony like he manages to really strike that that strange balance um and you get all the things you would get from a heist movie you know the the going around and recruiting the uh the team and, and whatnot um and I, I really liked that about it it was also interesting to see a relationship between a guy and a woman that wasn't isn't a sexual relationship it isn't a father-daughter relationship it's a sibling relationship and it's unusual to see that in this sort of book and this yeah. sort of story yeah. um so to have leonard and lisa snart kind of together um you know, and, and everyone's kind of living a humdrum life of, of quiet desperation in this apart from it seems I, I loved my favorite recruitment scene. Trickster. No, actually, no. Oh, not right. For me. Okay. The uh, one I really loved was Heatwave. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, because just I mean... the the abruptness of, hey, I've got a job. I'm in. Don't you want to hear right. it? No. Yep. I'm yeah, in. that was great. That was great. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Which which kind of implies the the sort of state and mental state that he's in as a character. I, I think he's going to be problems later on. Oh um, yeah, because he's uh, he's the one who hasn't you know he hasn't changed it seems no. you know yeah he no. hasn't adapted to any kind of life outside of you know uh no, you know that... crime sorry go on. yeah um, it, you know it, it it seems like he's just been ready the whole time yeah there's definitely a, a kind of uh, uh, a thing where he seems most unstable and then you look at Mirror Master who is completely wrecked as a human being. Um, and you're not actually told what he's done, but it's kind of implied that it. <laughs> well, you're you're told that he definitely odd. was, you know, he was on some hard drugs. Um, so that, like they managed to strike a nice balance of humor and um, uh, seriousness, and right. I I absolutely really love this. Um, yeah, I mean, Captain Cold. I mean, as you're sort of like. Uh, protagonist i guess um you know he he's the most desperate of all of them and he's the one who feels like he's so much better than what his life has become you know yeah. uh he's he's working in this factory uh, doing the most humdrum job you know one could imagine and you know and he's also looked down on by his mm. his you know supervisors well he's, um, it was interesting because he, he is classed as the diversity hire um right because he was a criminal um which is, was quite an interesting moment to, to see. Uh, and also, it, it's kind of weird to see Bronze Tiger going back into criminality because obviously he was with Suicide Squad as a younger man for, for a long while. Um, so that that was kind of, of interesting 
that was kind of interesting to, to kind of take a look at. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how much kind of character development they'll get into the next sort of few issues. I think this is only going to be like three issues. Right, right. right. Um, it, it's interesting. A lot of the Black Label stuff now, I think they've kind of learned their lesson with... So the Joker, Harley Quinn, Criminal Sanity book was a, a ludicrous nine issues. I'm not saying you're not getting a good comic across that those nine issues. However, nine issues at six or seven dollars. But again, it, it comes down. It, a lot of it does come down to the money. Like it does, but it's also like, not just that. I think it's also the fact that these books come out. Um, you know, they don't come out monthly. Yeah, they're, you they're know, quite, so quite it's just yeah. too. You know, it's too long a wait for too many books. Um, I think with the three issues, that's about right. You know, because yeah. um, you have if you're if you're following a book for nine issues and it only it you know comes out bi monthly, it's just you know it's a that, it's that a long was wait, agonizing waiting for that book. And also, the interesting thing about that book was they solicited nine issues, but you in fact got eight and a special. But they didn't kind of say, "Oh yeah, the ninth issue is that special book that happens along halfway through the book." <laughs> it's just like so. I, I actually spent months going, "Like what Where's is it nine? <laughs> <laughs> thinking it had been delayed um but yeah a bit of research revealed it it, it hadn't been delayed in fact that the ninth issue had come along halfway through the book um i kind of wish they'd put a bit more investment into doing these ahead of time so they could come out monthly but you know that's their business not mine you know um i think with three issues I, it's okay because then you know when yeah, you get okay. it you're like a double excited you know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, here it is. Like, here's nah. here's the next issue. You know, see that? I don't mind, but but um, if it, yeah, I absolutely will be getting all of this. I mean, I get all of the black label stuff anyway. But I like, yeah, I'm on. I really it. liked this. I really yeah. really liked it. I thought it was really, you know, like it. It took a premise that I think we, you know, we've seen before for sure, but mm. it did it so well. Um, you know, and like these, a lot of these characters are characters I'm not even familiar with. Um, and yet I feel like I know who all of them are, yeah. um, you know, from, from what I was given here, you know, obviously I'm familiar with Captain Cold and, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, not an entirely unfamiliar cast, but, um, the, but... the only ones I knew, um, Mirror Master, Bronze Tiger, Captain Cold, the rest I didn't, right. um, but I'm not a flash reader. No. Um, so, you know, you're always learning. Um, but yeah. Sure. I, I, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a good book. I mean, the colours on it by um, Matias uh, Lopez and the lettering are all superb. Um, it's the type of book where you really kind of notice those things, um, but not in a detrimental way, uh, where it's kind of sticking out Um the art by Leo Max, who's now someone I'm definitely going to kind of follow anywhere, I think. Um, really, really good. I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on on, uh, on Rogues? Um, no, I just, you know, I think uh, I think that it was definitely like the standout book of the week for me. Uh, mm. You know, without, you know, and I, I didn't expect it to be necessarily. You know, I thought, oh, this looks good. But it was better than i expected it to be you know cool. um, um yeah i think yeah. that as you say you don't have to be a flash reader to read it i don't think you have to no. know any of these characters to read it and really really like it um you know it's just a great 
premise done, you know, supremely well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm just absolutely there for this. Uh, so there's just a couple more I, I just want to kind of give mention to. Uh, Ghost Cage, number one, by um, Nick Dragara and Caleb Golner. Uh, I have, see, uh, I have this book. I have this book in my stack. I haven't read it yet. Uh, it looks great. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm not going to reveal too much about the plot line and stuff because if, if you haven't read it, I don't want to spoil it for you, Liz. Sorry. I've just got to bend down to pick up a book that I've dropped. <laughs> um, Nick Dragoro is someone I'm not that familiar with. I believe, did he do East of West? He is did that, East of West. Yeah. Uh, which is Hickman. Which is like which, with Hickman. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, he's incredible. Yeah. I I was talking to someone about Nick Dragoro. Gosh, the other day, and they were saying that when they remember his early work, and they felt he was very much like Allred, um, okay, in a similar oh, vein. Okay, uh, I don't recall his earlier stuff, so I don't know. either. I I think East of West is where I, you know, yeah. sort of became familiar with him. But this is like American manga, um, right? It's so fine line. It's so you yeah. Know. Uh, it's black and white. Um, Russ Whitten's doing the uh, uh, letters, I believe. Um, so I'm just trying to find the credits of the book. Um, yeah, so R R Russ Whitten is doing the letter and design. Uh, Frank Martin Jr. does the color covers, and the David brothers are doing the editing. But beyond that, it's it's pretty much Dugger and Goldner uh, on this. Um, but yeah, it, it's a very finite book as you say but like th this is just like it's american manga um and it very much has that kind of extremity of manga and you know the uh um i don't know what the word i'm looking for the lunacy of manga <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like when I look at manga, I don't know a lot about manga, but when, I, when I'm looking at it, I always feel like everything happening really big now, you know, um, and or at least in the kind of action orientated sci-fi manga, um, which this definitely falls into. So, what would you I, compare I, it to? Because I haven't, I haven't actually looked at the interiors. Um, maybe. Um, Things like Kaiju 8, which is, is new. There's a little bit of Akira in there, I feel. Uh, as, I've, as I suspect there is in a lot of modern, American modern sci-fi stuff. You know, I, I think it's the one that everyone nods their, their hat to. Um, but yeah, really good. Worth picking up. Again, it, it's a weird... Is it a sci-fi premise? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I'm not going to give it away. You can you can grab right, it. Sure, sure. Because I, I mean, I'm sure there was you know the solicit and previews would have told me something um, at yeah. the time, but I can't really remember uh, um, what it was. So. And Wolverine Patch, which dives into uh, Wolverine's kind of time in Madripoor, um, right? Which is like a thing. You know, I've been talking to my customers about this this week, yeah. uh, where it's like you know, uh, there's never been a Patch series. You know, like he just kind of, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's a little, you know, thing that you see sometimes, you know, like for a couple of panels or whatever when when he's in Madripoor, um, you know, uh, so it's it's actually kind of neat that they're doing a whole series with him as Patch. Two eye patches for the price of one in this, uh, because you get Nick Fury as well. 
Brilliant. Um, kind of classic Nick Fury. Um, it, the the dialogue in it, it's, it's written by Larry Hammer, uh, drawn by uh, Andrea DeVito, uh, inked by LeBeau Underwood, colours by Sebastian Chang, and Clayton Cowles is doing the letters. Um, it very much feels like an old school book. It's very pulp. The dialogue is very pulp. Uh, Nick Fury gets some, <laughs> some great dialogue. Um, I, I think it's very much one for the older reader, right? The long time, time older reader. Um, and is this yeah. Nick Fury like uh, classic Nick Fury, or yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what I think. So not not Sam Jackson Nick Fury. It's it's yeah, or Nick Fury school. Junior, or you know, yeah. It's uh, because I think it's set during that period, so that that yeah. sort of early eighties, eighty four, eighty five, I guess they were doing right. the patch stuff, the Madripoor, Madripoor Knights, and that 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 kind of it comes out of that era. Again, not an X Men reader, so I don't I don't really know. Um, but yeah, quite, quite enjoyed that. Uh, do just want to give a quick shout out to just a kids book out there, or very least a young adult book. Season of the Bruja, which is out this week, um, by Aaron Duran and Sarah Sola. Um, just to give a quick shout out to that, I haven't read it yet, um, but I will be reading it. it. It looked like a lot of fun. Um, and that was one of the recommendations. So uh, people on the Patreon, I do want to say a quick thank you to you. Uh, the pool lists will be going up tonight i hope i hope to get that finished off and get that that done i'm already working on june so they should then be on time people who on who are on the the sort of uh prestige format tier i will be getting comics out to you next week i'm sorry it's taken ages i will make it up to you uh, i have been very disorganized um but and liz we we've got to do our patreon show man we've got to do our spider-man we do uh, we special. do uh, yeah um, so uh, paul and I, I we're gonna be so busy like uh you know we've got um we've got our moon night pod starting this week coming up uh by the way i i can officially announce the title of the moon night pod uh it, it, after talking with uh ahmed rafat today um who's very kindly kindly let us use his title and he's also going to let us use the logo as well, which oh, is really brilliant. sweet. Was, he's absolutely. done a brilliant thing that he, he did for kind of himself. Uh, and I, I, I asked him, could could we use this? Uh, we will be giving him a shout out every week and putting a link to oh, his yeah. somewhere where you can get commissions from Ahmed because yes, he's a he's so superb good. artist. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he does he does a really good Batman uh, uh, um kind of series of, of droids and things and it's just amazing he's a huge batman fan so uh, i've always got something to talk about with that Ackman. um so the show is going to be called moon 90. Uh, that, that <laughs> the best title. Starting, yeah that should be starting friday evening next week so the show the the moon night show goes out on disney plus on wednesday We'll have we'll be that potting Friday. Friday and uh, show up on Friday evening. Yes, yeah, and then Saturday we'll be doing this show. So spare a thought for us doing two shows a week. Yeah, yeah. Plus we got to do that Patreon show, so you know. Plus we got to do the Patreon show, so it's going to be a busy week next week, and then uh, after that we'll get a tiny bit of rest, um, which is why oh, we God. took last week off uh, because we knew that this this these coming weeks were going to be uh, a two show a week. 
um, deal and uh, we wanted to put our energy into that um so i hope you join us for the moon eye show the moon eye show may be something a bit different um i can't guarantee anything yet but we're hoping for some really good guests on that show uh i am sort of talking to to a couple of people right now about coming on um certainly we're going to get Ahmed on to, to talk about uh moon night um and various other subjects around that. Um, but some other hopefully special guests that I can't say anything about. Right, just right. Yet but we'll, we'll see. It will we'll be, see. You know, I, I, fingers crossed stuff. it'll happen. But it's all very much up in the air at the moment. And I, I, I literally probably won't know until, until like the day before the show goes on the air. But uh, I, I'm I'm working hard to sort of arrange things right now. Um, but we hope you stick with us for that. That begins Friday next week so just under a week from today uh we'll be back on saturday with this show uh liz anything else you want to you want to get out there before you uh well you know do keep an eye out um i will also be uh talking about moon night um with my good friend rob deb uh very very soon uh we will be uh coming at you with a show of our own where we talk about um basically uh character histories um you know give you a little bit of background on uh characters that are coming up in uh you know tv and film stuff uh so you know with moonlight dropping this week we're going to be talking about moonlight uh and you know giving uh giving everybody uh our thoughts um you know and as much information as possible about this character um before the show debuts uh you know and some of our theories about what might happen Excellent. uh you know so that I, should be a lot of fun the the thing i love about this more than anything more than just seeing you and rob together again uh doing the show is the fact that it's a show that i can just watch <laughs> or go. listen to it's not what i have to record perfect <laughs> or do any reading for <laughs> exactly that's you know all on me and rob so what a great week to be me um <laughs> i'm so glad uh but i'm really looking forward to it um it's it, like the the full geek when we did that uh orbital and, and and that was out going out on uh, Jabba. uh always enjoyed doing those um i'm sitting this one out just because uh Fine. i've got a very full plate pod podcasting and yeah i've got a lot of things coming up over the next few few weeks and months um so i i'm really kind of looking forward to digging into that stuff but also as i said it'd be great to, to listen to you guys and watch you guys do do your thing um i'm i'm really kind of thrilled that you you're doing a show um and be hosting it here on the con crush so yeah uh, absolutely very so, kindly, you know um uh agreed to to let the comic crush host it um which i'm immensely proud to be be able to Aww. do so uh thank you for that liz Not um, yeah great so that, that's it we've got we wrap that show up in 50 minutes liz not bad, not bad. Minutes. You're going for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we should we should have a panicked afternoon more often. <laughs> laser focused. Laser focused. <laughs> um now yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh please leave a comment in the uh comment section below. We'd love to hear from you. What do you think of this week's books? What are you looking forward to for next week's books? Um what are you reading you right can pick now? Up. Just, just talk to yeah. us. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, and you can pick up any of these uh, fine books that we've been talking about at your local comic book shop. Uh, if you happen to be in Worcester, Massachusetts, you can pick them up at Matt's <laughs> Entertainment. Uh, and if you happen to be in central London, you can pick them up at Gosh Comics, where I get my comics. Um, and uh, if you're really lucky, lucky, uh, you may see <laughs> either of our smiling faces there <laughs> as we work at both those shops. Um yeah, so come on down and, and say hello to us uh, on the the uh, rare few days that I'm working there. And <laughs> Liz is much harder working than me. She does she does like a full time job. <laughs> um, on the website at the moment, sorry, we are probably going to go a couple more minutes. Sorry, guys. Um, on the website at the moment, we have uh, Batman the Imposter. There's a nice review of that. Um, up now there is a load of stuff just gone in today to the web stores the web shop has now been split into about four different web shops the reason for that is uh on the website hosting service that i use you can only have 200 products at a time and the only way to kind of get around that is to to make separate new pages so there is a button on the website now drop down menu that says buy comics if you click that you'll see all the different web shops we've got there's a marvel shop a dc shop an indie comic shop and a batman shop uh just because i've got so much batman stuff right now um so do take a look at any of those things have started kind of kind of flying out of the web shop today because i just put up an announcement this morning uh, about the new stuff we had so do take a look there loads of comics all that stuff we buy all the comics for this show so all that stuff, if you buy it, that helps support us and keep us going. There's also the Patreon, which you can join for, you know, from as little as £2 a month. I'd be really grateful if you did that. Uh, it helps keep us in comics and, and, and keep the show going because it does cost a fair amount of money to keep the whole thing, the whole enterprise running. Um, and I'm really grateful for your support. So thank you. Um, with that... We're going to say goodbye. Liz, it's been a pleasure. Mostly <laughs> well, for you. Mostly for you. I know. It's been tolerable. <laughs> there you go. There's a slogan. The most the most tolerable comic show on YouTube. That's because that's what we're going for, right? <laughs> Uh, uh, welcome to the most tolerable show on YouTube. Um, but Liz, it has been a fine week in comics. Thank it has been a fine week in comics. Your, uh, I've I've enjoyed this. Well, yeah, I, I'd say I've enjoyed it too. Uh, unfortunately, it's a show I did with you, so there's only so much enjoyment to be had, really. <laughs> no, it's been lovely. Uh, great to see you again, Liz. Thank you for joining me again this week. Thank you to everyone who is watching and listening. Thank you to the patrons. Thank you to everyone who leads a comment. And most of all, thank me. I mean, <laughs> I have to part with this every week. <laughs> no wonder we have to take a week off every now and then just to recover. Right, we're going. Goodbye. We'll catch you next time on The Crust. Check out all the links below. And uh, we'll catch you uh, 